Welcome to the Wear Wag Repeat Podcast. I'm Tori Mystic. As a dog mom lifestyle expert, blogger, and business owner, I love talking to other women in the pet industry and sharing their advice with you every week. Sit, stay, and listen to the latest episode. Welcome to another solo episode of the Wear, Wag, Repeat podcast. I know you guys love these solo episodes probably more than I love recording them. (laughs) So I'm doing my best to um, come up with good ideas and talk to myself for 20 minutes here. So I hope that um, you can hear me all right. I was cleaning my house really thoroughly this week and I breathed in too many cleaning fumes. Don't worry, I kept the dogs out of the room, but I needed to thoroughly bleach my bathroom and so now I have a little bit of a sore throat. Um, But if you are a, a crazy obsessed dog mom and love to keep everything clean like I do, then maybe you can relate <laughs> and this has happened to you before. So I'm sorry if my voice is a little bit off today, but I'm still recording because I'm really excited to share with you some tips on how to market your pet products on Instagram. If you do it right, your online store and your Instagram account can work together to grow your brand and your income simultaneously. So in this episode, I'm going to give you four ways that you can promote your products and also this works for services on your Instagram account. The tips that I'm sharing in this episode are an excerpt from a guide that I did that includes 10 tips on promoting your products on Instagram, and that's a bonus in my new masterclass, Launch an On-Demand Online Store for Pet Lovers. This course has been such a hit so far, and it's just really exciting for me to click around on Instagram and even on TikTok and see people who have taken the course and are launching their own on-demand products. It's really cool that I can really see the benefits of the course out there in the real world and that people are actually utilizing what I taught them. So if you would like to check it out and also get access to the full guide about promoting your products on Instagram, just go to wherewagrepeat.com slash courses and you can learn about this course and also uh, learn more about this bonus and all the other great things that come along with it. Okay, so diving in to the content here, I want to just set a little bit of an assumption. So everything that I'm going to talk about really depends on you having your Instagram account set up right and having like the right mindset about your Instagram account and how it pertains to your business. So I'm assuming that you have an Instagram business account and that you have a product or service that you sell online. So with an Instagram business account, there are all sorts of extra tools and insights and things that you gain access to instead of having a personal profile. And I'd say this all the time, but if you have a business, you should definitely have a business account. Uh, And then also, I'm assuming that you have some kind of a product or service that you sell online that you can share a link to that product or people can go to your website and somehow purchase it from you. It doesn't have to be something that you're shipping out. It could be something that is like a local delivery or it could even be um, a local like in-person service that you provide. So you might have 
Shopify or BigCommerce or Squarespace or some other e-commerce platform and you you might have already linked your product catalog to your Instagram account and you can tag products in your photos. But for the purpose of this conversation, that's not totally necessary. I think when people think of promoting their products on Instagram, they want to tag products in the photos. And that is one thing, that is one component of promoting your products on Instagram, but there is so much more to it and there are so many more options. So if you don't have that capability or you just don't want to do that to your account, then don't worry. This episode is still going to help you out. And if you do have that functionality, still keep listening because this is going to help you out even more. So tip number one is to optimize your profile. So your Instagram profile includes a lot of different components. There is your profile picture, your name, your headline, your bio, your link in bio, and your highlights, and then also just like the regular photos in your feed that someone sees when they land on your account. So think about all those things and make sure that they are consistently putting out the right message about what your business is, what you sell, who you are, who your business is for, all that kind of stuff. We want to make sure that we're really strategic about especially your headline, which is what Instagram calls your name, not your username, but your name. I like to call it your headline because that gives you like a little bit more of a visualization about what you can do with that little piece of bold text under your profile picture. So I would make sure that is optimized. And then in your bio, make sure that you're telling your followers that you have something available to buy. So you might want to include a little bit of text that says, you know, new collection is now live or, you know, whatever your signature product is, or just talk about what your store is about or what your business is about, but make sure that it's very, very clear that you have something available for purchase because people need things to be written out very clearly for them. We don't want to make it like a scavenger hunt for your followers. We want it to be really obvious about how they can buy from you because they probably want to buy from you. If they're following you, that means they like you and they might want to support you by making a purchase. So make it really easy for them. The other thing I really want to make sure that you optimize is the link in your bio. So make sure that that link directs people to a place where they can buy the product. And this is the key with the fewest number of clicks possible. So that might mean that you don't direct people to your homepage. Your homepage might require too many clicks. They might have to hit on the menu. They might have to scroll for a long time. It might just be too many barriers to get them to purchase something. If you really want someone to purchase a product, make sure that you are linking to a specific product page or a collection page, or some kind of page where it's going to be really, really easy for them to buy what they want to buy. So you can do that on your own website. You can make your own landing page. You can link directly to a specific product page. You can do a lot of things. There's also a few tools that you can use. A lot of people like to use like a link shortening service to put a special link in their bio. Then you click on that and it takes them to a landing page 
where they can figure out whatever was mentioned in whatever post in their feed. Does that make sense? (laughs) I think you know what I'm talking about. So some of those popular services are link in bio, that's from later.com, Linktree, and tap bio. Those are three that I've experimented with. A lot of other people use them. And um, there's some services on the back end of those that you have to set up to have the right links show up associated with the right content. But if you're interested in putting a link in your bio that goes to a special Instagram landing page, those are three really great tools to check out. Okay, now I want to talk about one of my, my favorite ways to promote products on Instagram. This is tip number two, and it is to use stories to promote your products. And as I am reading that off of my notes right now, I realize that it makes it sound like I'm talking about Instagram stories, but I am not for once in my life. (laughs) I'm talking about actual stories with a beginning, a middle, and an end. So when you're talking about your products on Instagram, I would really avoid the hard sell. You know, that would be like putting your product out there and saying bye, bye, bye. Um, You know, giving people that scarcity mindset, that deadline, any of those like traditional sales tactics that like a mattress store would use. (laughs) You don't really want to sell like a mattress store. (laughs) You want to sell like a dog lover, like someone who's passionate about what they do and what they create and the life that they live. So instead of doing the hard sell, I want you to kind of tell some stories about how you came up with the idea for your product, how you learned the skill that you needed to make it. Maybe you talk about why it makes a difference in your life or in your customer's life or their dog's life. There are so many ways that you can come up with stories about your products and about your brand and how you've gotten to where you are now in your business. Sometimes you have to just be creative and sit down and just do like some journal prompts and do some free writing and just write and write and write until you have some kind of a story that you can share to promote your products and your business. This is also considered content marketing. So if you can come up with a story that ties in to your product somehow, um, you can then write them, write that story in your captions. You can record a video explaining the story. You can share your story in your Instagram stories. <laughs> you can ask your followers if they relate to the story that you're sharing. Basically, you want to share, share, share that story in as many ways as you can through written word, photos, videos, podcasts, anything that you can do to use that content to market your products and your business. Now, if you feel like you don't really have an amazing origin story, um, you can come up with another story that's true, but then like tie in your product to it in some way. So I want to give you a couple of examples about how I do this story-based marketing. So one example I want to talk about is the Dog Moms Unite graphic that I have in my shop. I actually did a whole podcast episode about this. If you go back and listen to episode 112, it was about giving back to rescues through initiatives I was doing with Wear Wag Repeat. 
And it really ties into the Dog Moms Unite graphic. So um, the story about that was I reached out to an artist that I found on Instagram who's a dog mom artist because I always work with dog moms, of course. And I reached out to her back in January, I think. And I wanted her to create something for Dog Moms Day, which is in May. It's the Saturday right before Mother's Day. And I wanted to have a really cool Dog Moms Day graphic. And the idea that I had for it was just how the dog mom community is so inclusive and so supportive and so diverse. And no matter who you are or what you look like or where you came from, as long as you love dogs, you are part of our pack. And so I wanted this graphic to show a diverse range of dog moms and dogs all in a circle together, like prancing around and living their best lives. (laughs) And so it was going to say Dog Moms Day for all. That was my idea. And I reached out to this artist and she started working on it. And then COVID hit. And we had to cancel all of our Dog Moms Day festivities. And I decided, you know, I could still make this shirt. People can celebrate Dog Moms Day on their own, but we decided to pivot it and make it say Dog Moms Unite. And I came up with this whole narrative about how dog moms unite to help each other. And I set it up in my shop so that a portion of the profits would go to a local pet food bank because, as you know, um, the regular people food banks were receiving a lot of demand during COVID. And I was worried about the pets too because if you're having a hard time feeding your family, your pet is also a family member. So I decided that a portion of of the profits would go to our local pet food bank and um, just started talking about that to people. So not only was was purchasing this uh, a product from the Dog Moms Unite collection going to help a nonprofit that I was really personally passionate about that tied into current events and tied into the news and people could really relate to it, but the graphic itself was all about dog moms taking hands, well, theoretically taking hands, not actually because You can't hold hands with people anymore, (laughs) but dog moms theoretically holding hands with each other and supporting the people in their community who also love dogs. So, So that was the story that I had around Dog Moms Unite. Now, another story that I just want to share a really quick example of is my partnership with Stella and Chewy's. So as an influencer, one of the brands that I partner with is Stella and Chewy's, and they're a premium dog food brand that makes kibble, meal toppers, treats, all kinds of stuff for dogs and cats. And there's lots of different dog influencers out there who partner with lots of different food brands. But one of the reasons why I love Stella and Chewy's, not just because it's really great food and my dogs love it, and it's very high quality and it's healthy for them, but also it's a woman-run company. During COVID, they donated 250,000 meals to dogs in need. They also have undergone initiatives to make their bags recyclable and do eco-friendly things. So there are so many ways that Stella and Chewy's connects to my own personal passions and concerns. And whenever I'm talking about them on my sponsored content, my sponsored post about Stella and Chewy's that I do every month, I like to work that in, how it's a dog mom-owned 
company. They're based in the USA. There's just so many wonderful things about them. And I think sharing that story, it becomes so much more than just sharing a photo of a bag of dog food. I think sharing the story about why I connect with this brand really makes my posts more influential. So even though with those, I'm not selling my own products, I'm actually selling Stella and Chewy's products. I still want to use my storytelling marketing to to help them because that is what I'm contracted to do for them. Okay, so now here we are on to tip number three, and this is a really fun one because it's all about photos. So when people think of Instagram, I think that people think about photos the most. It's a photo sharing platform, right? So while product photos can be can be used on Instagram for sure, I think that product photos that are like your your typical photo of your product on a white backdrop, that is something you might want to save for your online store. I think that on Instagram, you should prioritize using photos that show your product in use. I think that's way more effective on Instagram. This has a couple of things. It allows people to see the object scale, for starters, but ultimately, it allows the viewer to imagine that product in their life. If they see a really cute collar on a dog, they can imagine how great that collar would look on their own dog. It's much more compelling than just seeing a photo of a collar sitting on a rock or on a white backdrop or something like that. I know that everyone takes beautiful some some beautiful photos of collars on rocks. I mean, there are some that I'm like, wow, that's a beautiful photo. But I think if you can incorporate a real person or a real pet into that photo and show how they're using it, maybe show how um, how the collar clips on or how it pairs so well with the other things in their home or their outfit or it maybe it blends in perfectly with their surroundings in the woods or something like that, uh, it's going to be a lot more compelling of a photo and it's kind of more like lifestyle photography if you want to think of it in that category. So for a couple little photo tips here, everything doesn't have to be straight on and really obviously showing your product. I know it's I know we all want to do that. We want to we're so proud of what we've made and what we sell in our stores that we want to be like front and center. Here is my stuff. But I just want to let you know that it is okay to have a lifestyle photo where we just see the corner of your product because you're going to pair this photo with a really great caption that tells a story about the image and how your product fits into it. And going back to tip number one, you've already optimized your bio so that people can really easily click on your bio, um, click on the link in your bio and buy that product. So not every single photo has to be like super, super obvious of what your product is. I think that as long as you have basic photography rules like good lighting um, and that your photos are in focus, it's all right if your product is not like the shining star of the image. Okay? Now, photos can be difficult to take. Lifestyle photos can be challenging. Actually, I think taking a good lifestyle photo can be more difficult than taking a good product photo. So if you are feeling that way and and feeling a little bit frustrated by photography, tip number four is going to come in handy for you. So tip number four is to use 
video. So video is probably one of the most powerful ways to market your products on Instagram. Especially now, video is being organically promoted more than ever before because Instagram recently introduced Reels. Now, if you want to learn how to make a really good reel, I'm not going to go into that here. I have a whole other episode about that. Actually, the episode right before this one, number 130, is my conversation with Lauren McGlade, and we talk about how to make a really great reel for your pet account. So make sure you go and listen to that one. But in the meantime, what I love about video is that you don't really have to worry about getting your dog to pose perfectly. You don't worry have to worry about like anything being really perfect. Um, they can move around and you can move around your dog and you can be in kind of a, a unique setting that's maybe not the best for a still photo, but that you can capture a video of and it might actually be even better than doing a photo. So here's a couple of ideas that you can use. If you sell something like collars, leashes, bandanas, etc., things that your dog wears or that people wear, you can use a video to show off your prints and fabrics, um, or you can show how the accessories go on the dogs. So show off the clasps, show how they tie on, show how the bandana maybe slides into a collar, different things like that. You can also show dogs walking, running, and playing while wearing your products. So a really cute photo of a dog like running through the grass, you, you make that into slow-mo, and oh my goodness, girl, you have a really good video that is going to get people to stop scrolling on Instagram. Feel free to play with those editing tools like slow-mo or fast-forward or even put it in reverse. Um, that could be a really fun way to show your dog um, taking off or putting on a bunch of accessories. If you sell something like treats, food, or even dog shampoo, you can show how they're made. Um, you could share uh, a video of pouring them out of a bag or pouring it out of a bottle or, you know, how your dog likes to eat them or how you put them into a frozen Kong or something like that. You could even do a quick change video where you use editing tools to snap your fingers or zoom in and out to transition between many products to show off the variety that you sell. There's really no limit to your creativity that you can do with videos on Instagram. So make sure you go back and listen to episode 130 with Lauren. We talked about so many great content ideas and she provided some really good tips on where to go for more inspiration. So just to recap here, um, the four tips that I shared in this episode about promoting your products on Instagram are to one, optimize your profile with a bio that tells people you have something available to buy and that has a link in bio that people can click on and get to the purchase page in some easy way. Don't make it difficult for them. Tip number two, is to use storytelling to promote your products. So think of some really great stories that you can share about how your product has changed your life. Um, or if you can't think of anything quite that dramatic, share the story about why you created it or what problem it solves. 
Number three is to post photos that show your product in use. So I want you to get beyond the standard product photos and try to show a little bit more lifestyle content of your products being used in a person or a dog's day-to-day life. And then tip number four is to embrace video. And bonus tip for that is go back and listen to the episode with Lauren and do some Instagram reels. So I hope that this was really helpful to you. And um, if it did kind of spark some creativity, I I hope that you'll go check out the masterclass about creating your own on-demand online store for pet lovers. Again, if you want to see that, it is at wearwagrepeat.com com slash courses. You will be able to learn all about that course. And if you sign up, you will access the full bonus with 10 tips on promoting your pet products on Instagram. Before you end this episode, I want to share a special bonus Q&A that I did with pet business automation coach, Natasha O'Banion. She's hosting the Game Changers Pet Care Summit, October 7th through the 9th. Hey, Natasha. Hi, Tori. How are you doing today? I'm fabulous. What about yourself? I'm doing so good because I'm so excited about this summit and all the experts that you have and the community that's going to turn up for it. So tell us a little bit about, like, speaking of the, the community and like our industry of like pet care and pet services like, what do you think's going on in 2020? What is, what's the nature of pet care in 2020? Yeah, 2020 is the beast. It's, it's that one-star review that we're going to give it, right? <laughs> but my motto is like, it's never how you start. It's always how you finish. So being in the pet business as a coach, as part of the influencers, it is my job, I feel personally, to make sure that we're doing as much as we can to just keep the team, right? If you're going to be a coach, you got to you gotta motivate the team. So I felt like doing a virtual summit was the best way. Um, the great thing is I did survey our audience first in our Dog Walker Society group. And I said, what are some things we can do to kind of just pick up the mood and keep growing because a lot of us now have so much downtime and this is the time where we get to actually learn you know as soon as you start your business it's go 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 but now that we do have this pandemic that happened it's kind of like see the glass for what it is and think positive Um, and that's what I love about you is just like bringing the positivity to the community so with doing so our virtual summit is going to be a three-day crash course. It's no charge to our audience. So they'll be able to tucker in, enjoy a free virtual summit from 15 experts of all genres that we've talked about in your previous episode, and just kind of just pour back into themselves before closing out the new year. So it's also going into our final quarter. So if you're a sports fan like I, it's a final quarter. (laughs) So um, it's going to be the time to do it. And I'm really excited. I was so happy for all of you all to agree and to be as equally pumped and ecstatic about it. And it's just something that we need. This this year has been a little ugly. It started off a little rough. It's been a little inconsistent. But something we can control is our attitude, our mood, um, our approach about it. 
So we're gonna we're gonna do a virtual summit, and then once we're done, if you uh, get your free access, you can actually pay to go into our membership group after, and that's where we're gonna go in the deeper. So every single month, as we talked about in the previous podcast, we're gonna talk about each topic again as a team in the membership group um, to just go deeper with the speakers and the topics, and to really you know kind of keep keep the the vibe going that you know you left off in the summit. The great thing about your audience is you do get 20% off your first month. So after you finish the free summit, continue on with us and get 20% off your first month in our membership group. Yeah. So what I think like the vibe of 2020, even though it's kind of a downer, (laughs) it's also like we need to help each other. We need to support each other. We need to support small businesses and ultimately we just want to hang out with dogs all day. I think that summarizes the year. <laughs> yes, it does. Um, so this, I think it's like just so timely and so wonderful and, and such a great resource for people. Um, you know, if you're listening to this show, obviously you want to learn more about growing and, and running your pet industry business. Um, and I can totally vouch for this summit. I'm one of the speakers. Many of the other speakers have been on the podcast before too. And hopefully the ones who haven't will come on soon. Um, so it's just like the best of the best of people in, in the pet industry. So, um, it's, it's really great. And as Natasha said, um, the website is sssummit.com. And once you go through the free summit, if you want to up level and join Natasha's online community, you can use code Lucy 20 and you can get 20% off your first month. So, um, thank you for offering that to our listeners and, and for doing this whole summit for free is really awesome. It is my pleasure. <laughs> You're so wonderful. Thanks for being here. Thank you. What did you like most about this episode? Find me on Instagram at tmystic and let me know what intrigued you or what questions you have about starting or growing your own dog-inspired business. You can also screenshot this episode and tag me in your stories. I love to see who is listening out there. Some of the best conversations happen after the episode, right? So track me down over on Instagram or join the Wear, Wag, Repeat Labs Facebook group to connect with other dog-obsessed entrepreneurs. And as always, you can find all the links and resources discussed in this episode at wearwagrepeat.com slash podcast. See you back here next week.